This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So, um, seemingly alarmed by a wave of military takeovers in the region, the Economic Community of West African States has decided to create a standby force to restore constitutional order in Niger. Speaking after a meeting yesterday, the head of the regional security bloc said that while they are still giving diplomacy a chance, uh, he was emphatic that if, if that fails, their forces are ready to go into Niger. The Commissioner of Regional Peace and Security, Abdel Fattah Musa, says the military junta will be held accountable. Mr. Musa says the ball is now in the court of the Nigerian military or the Nigerian military. The meeting of ECOWAS military chiefs um, in Ghana yesterday came after the fresh violence in Niger uh, left uh, some 17 soldiers dead after an ambush by jihadists. Let's speak to independent political analyst Donald Tanazi, who joins us on the line this morning. Good morning to you, and thank you very much for your time. Uh, it seems to me that ECOWAS really didn't have a choice, and that they or don't have a choice. Their credibility would be on the line, and they would be setting a really bad precedent if they are not seen to be acting on their threats of using force to restore um, the civilian government in Niger. Yes, good morning, uh, Tabiso. Mm. Uh, uh, yes, ECOWAS uh, credibility is on the line. Uh, but I think uh, ECOWAS is also cautious on the, on, uh, on, on the other hand because uh, you'll see that uh, the, the organization itself is not united in terms of uh, uh, taking the military route to, to uh, reinstate the deposed uh, leader uh, into, into, into power. Um, and there's also a growing support uh, of the military coup in, in Niger uh, across Africa. I mean, if you look at uh, social media, if you look at uh, uh, most of the views that's coming out of uh, Africa across the board, there seems to be uh, a unanim- unanimous decision that, uh, I mean, look, all view uh, that um, the coup is, uh, uh, is, uh, is what the, uh, the, the Nigerian people they need, 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 need because the government that was installed, I mean, the democratically elected, uh, seemed not to be uh, for the people. It's a, gov- a government that has been working for the for the uh, for the, the the colonial power, more, more particularly France. Mm. So, so, so this this is the the biggest the, the biggest conundrum that ECOWAS found itself into. They mm. are not united. Uh, on the other hand, you've got countries like Mali, Burkina Faso, mm. Guinea, who have pledged the military support. You know, mm. uh, to the, uh, the 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 military junta you know, in Niger. So how then do you go about that? And the other issue, uh, the other issue that needs to be taken into consideration also is the fact that uh, ECOWAS wants to, you know, install uh, Mohamed uh, Bazoum back mm. into power. Mm. Now, the minute they cross the border into Niger and the fight starts, then the Nigerian people are uh, soldiers are killed. What's going to happen to Bazo? Mm. Who in his rightful mind will think that those soldiers will give up all of them will give up their lives mm. until Bazoum is taken back into power? It won't happen. Mm. In mm. actual fact, the minute two, three, four, five, six soldiers have been killed by the Equus forces and vice versa, eventually they will kill Bazoum. Once mm. he's killed, 
because it's important to remind ourselves that uh, Bazoum is still in detention. I tell you what, uh, Mr. Talazi, can I ask you if you will just stay with us? Uh, uh, we just need to take a quick break to take the news headlines and then I will conclude our conversation. Okay. Donald Salazi is an independent uh, political commentator just talking about the latest developments coming out of Niger and uh, after the pronouncements by ECOWAS. It's just after 6.30. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. 27 minutes before, uh, make that 26 minutes before 7 here on the Power Breakfast. Still have a political analyst, Donald Taladzi, on the line. We're chatting about the latest developments in Niger following ECOWAS's pronouncement saying that they've set up a standby force and have not yet ruled out the possibility of intervening militarily. Uh, Donald, you were talking about the perils of such a decision, particularly as far as, uh, in as far as it concerns um, um, the pres- ousted president, Bazoum, who is still, as, as, we, as far as we know, still in detention and no clear indication of what his uh, condition is. Yes, absolutely. So I was referring to the fact that, yes, uh, the standby force uh, uh, is ready, uh, is awaiting to, to, to finish you know, the diplomacy option. If it doesn't work out, then they will intervene. Uh, my, my, my question is this. Uh, what they intervene and they start killing soldiers, I mean, mm. I will assume both sides will start killing each other. Mm. What would be the outcome for uh, Mohamed Basum? Are they going to keep him alive until... Uh, all the Nigerian soldiers are killed, and then uh, then the Equal Force will come and take this gentleman and reinstate him into power. I don't think so. What's going to happen is that if there is military confrontation, then uh, soldiers have been killed from the uh, Niger side, then they will probably kill Bazoum. Uh, and mm. then uh, once Bazoum is killed, uh, there will be no further reason for this force to continue. Uh, it's attacked against the the the, the, Niger, the, the, the Nigerian uh, I mean, mm. uh, army because uh, the the gentlemen they wanted they, they will want to reinstate back into power have been killed. Yeah. So what is the reason? So this is the conundrum that it was found itself. And yeah. I think the biggest mistake they made was uh, by starting this this this, this military threat. Uh, mm. It was a big mistake for 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 having done so. Uh, unfortunately, mm. the credibility is on the line, but I will say the credibility is already gone because uh, you remember they gave them uh, the military winter a week. Mm. You know, we are not talking about more than a week. We are heading towards two weeks, uh, and there's still no military coup. And mm. and uh, in addition to that, uh, the group itself, those who want to go to, uh, those who want to use force, are even not united themselves. In Ghana, I've, I've, I've heard you know people complaining about. Uh, the danger, mm. uh, even uh, at the state level, the danger mm. of uh, but what is yeah danger. But what is the situation on the ground then, in terms of what are the ordinary uh, Nigerians? What do they? Where do they stand on all of this? Because the, the the idea, the impression was created that they, there's amongst the population, general population, they are split as well with those in favor of a, a return for Bazoum, and then there are those who want him out, and these are the people that uh, were in that rally in that stadium. Yes, from the image, the images that we've seen so far, one will assume that there is a general support for the coup. Uh, yes, there will be pockets of uh, the population, especially from where Bazoum comes from. They, they will probably be against, uh, you know, against the military coup, uh, you know, uh, of that nature against the the, the men. Uh, mm-hmm. But the general sentiment is that uh, uh, the, the the people in Niger. 
uh, are in favor of the coup uh, because they see this coup as a way uh, to take them out of poverty. You mm. you'll, you'll, you'll remember that the, 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 the French, when they gave independence to Africans, right. they put in place a system of patronage, mm. uh, of looting, of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, uh, anointing corrupt leaders and uh, into into office mm. if you go to Central Africa uh, in, uh, in Central and that's Africa. Not, that's how is that going to change now when the the seemingly the, the the taps is, have dried up? Yes, that is that is the hope that mm. these young leaders uh, who are uh, soldiers uh, are not taking and are coming into power will probably change that. And okay. I've seen in Mali where mm. things have been changed. Uh, the, 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 the colonial pact. I'm not sure if you're aware of the colonial pact that was signed between France and African. Indeed, pact. indeed, yeah. Uh, that, that's, the, yeah. That, that's the most evil document ever uh, the, the signed by a, a country, you know, with another country. I mean, it's crazy. If mm. you go to the colonial pact, you will understand why there's so much poverty, in, uh, you know, you know, uh, in, Africa. in West Africa in particular, in Franco Africa. Francophone West Africa. Yeah, exactly. Donald, I'm exactly. gonna have to leave it there, my friend. Thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate it, and I look forward to engaging with you further as this uh, this story develops. It's only a pleasure, sir. There you go. Donald Tellers is a political um, commentator uh, with a particular focus on West African issues. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.